Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I hope all of you out there are staying safe and healthy and sane and keeping care of your mental health. I know... We're all very concerned about the physical, but I also hope you're keeping track of your mental health and doing what you can to stay happy and stay okay during these very trying times. And I also want to say thank you to all the people who are working right now, the the police force and our healthcare workers and people who work at grocery stores. All of you, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Truly, the teachers who are teaching people from home, the parents who are teaching their kids from home. I mean, anyone out there who's working and and keeping the world afloat, thank you. Now, I, the other day, was thinking, how can I help? What can I do? And one of the things I think we all need is a distraction. So I thought I would produce an extra episode of two of the podcast so that people can listen while they're home, while they're under quarantine, to help take their mind off things for just a brief moment in time. I did a Vanderpump Rules recap the other day. I also did another episode at the beginning of the week, but I really wanted to do some interviews. And so I reached out on my social media and I, I posted this thing. I said, any Bravo celebrities that want to call, I'd love to interview you for the show. We'll do a phone interview. And I thought maybe one or two people would, would reach out or one or two people would agree to do it. But I got so many people that said yes. And it was very overwhelming. It was very exciting. And so many people decided to call in. And I got some iconic Bravo celebrities. I mean, I got Lisa Rinna from The Real House of Beverly Hills. We talk about the upcoming season of Beverly Hills. I don't know if you guys saw the trailer that's out. But we we talk about the upcoming season. I also talked to Kate Chastain from Below Deck, Patricia from Southern Charm, uh, Shishi from Vanderpump Rules, Arshina, Ariana from Vanderpump Rules, Bronwyn from The Real Houses of Orange County, Jackie from Real Houses of New Jersey, Queen Icon Legend Dorinda Medley from New York, Monique from Potomac. I mean, you guys, like Pokemon, I had to catch them all. I caught them all. <laughs> they were so kind to call in. Be sure to let them know on social media or something that you're so grateful they took the time to help distract us. We talked about all of their upcoming seasons, current seasons. We mentioned it all. We also talked about what they're doing while they're under quarantine and under uh, under the roof of their own homes. So I hope that this helps distract you or help make you feel at ease a little bit. I'm splitting the interviews up into two episodes. So part two will air at the beginning of next week. Uh, I just didn't anticipate getting so many interviews. So we're splitting it into two parts. It'll be out. uh, The second part will be out beginning of next week. Um, I also want to say before we get to the interviews, I want to say that the live Everything Iconic shows, three of them have been postponed, of course, uh, due to all of this stuff that's going on. They've been postponed for August and September. So if you had tickets to Philly, DC, or Chicago, those have been moved to August and September. I posted the dates on my Instagram at Danny Pellegrino. Uh, so there, it's kind of good news, bad news situation. So the bad news is that we can't do them in the spring like we were planning. But the good news is we got new dates. 
And actually, the Chicago date has been moved to the Vic Theater. So we were in a we're in a bigger location. So if you didn't get tickets to the Chicago show, we have more tickets available because it's a bigger venue. I'm very excited. Uh, if you want tickets, you didn't get them before. You could go to the VIX website, V-I-C, the VIX website in Chicago. Go get tickets there. The date for the Chicago show is September 23rd. So there will be additional seats available. I don't know how long they'll last because we sold out before, but uh, there are an additional amount of tickets left. And then if you had tickets to any of those three shows, they will be honored at the new dates. If for some reason you can't make the new dates, then uh, just contact the venue for the refund. But otherwise, I hope that you can all still come. I'm very excited to get back out there. The live shows are so much fun. So I, so much fucking fun, you guys. I have the best time. Um, I also want to mention that we did have a bunch of tour stuff that we had uh, that we were selling at the live shows. So we had t-shirts and pop sockets and all that stuff. You can get that stuff online right now. So if you want at everythingiconic.store, uh, everythingiconic.store, I want to mention I'm also on Cameo now. I got nothing to do but film cameos these days. It's <laughs> nothing to do. I'm watching TV and I'm filming cameos. Um, but that's cameo.com slash Danny Pellegrino. And I think that's it. Find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino. With all that said, I want to cut to uh, my interviews. So the first one, let's just jump right in with Lisa Renna from The Real House of Beverly Hills. Let's chat. Uh, and then uh, we got a bunch of them. So please enjoy. And I hope that you're all taking care of yourselves. I hope that you know that I'm sending all of my love. And I really just, I wanted this to be a fun, a fun way for us to take our minds off things. People were calling in from their cell phones and everything. So, you know, it's not in studio audio, but actually all the audio turned out really great. But I just want to say we did our best. This was a last minute thing. And I am just so grateful to all these Bravo Labs. Be sure to let them know. Thank you for, um, for chatting. And they were also open. I got some good stuff out of them. I'm excited. So anyway, let's start with Dorinda from The Real House of New York. The new season starts in early April, and I cannot wait. And then I'll just play the rest of the interviews. If you want the timestamps, if you're maybe not interested in certain interviews, I'll put the timestamps in the episode description. Otherwise, I'm going to leave you with all of these chats. Please enjoy. Hi, it's Danny Pellegrino. How are you? Danny Pellegrino, how are you? I'm so great. First of all, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Well, one thing we do have right now is time. <laughs> right, right. So I want to ask you, actually, like, what are you doing to pass the time? Like, what, what are you binge watching something? Are you reading? Like, what are you up to? You know what? I am finding, I am settling right into this. It's sort of like, you know, I, I gave totally into the process because I decided to take a negative and turn it into a positive and turn it, just enjoy my home. You know, I never get to enjoy the Berkshires. I'm always up here as a visitor mm. and running. So I've been cooking. I've been spending time with Hannah, um, which has been great because Hannah only usually comes up for the weekend, my daughter. We have been taking huge long walks and just sort of being mindful i mean today i'm going to do a aerobics class from my uh from my house which i love excited because i'm trying to do positive things like i taught Hannah this morning how to properly poach an egg oh my god when's the last time you had uh, time to teach someone how to poach an egg and um believe it or not i've been you know just using the time to live in my space and think about things differently because Mm -hmm. i really think this is a tremendous reset for us right well i was saying to a friend it it sort of reminds us to slow down a little bit like i'm a little bit of a workaholic and so it is a good reminder in that way to just slow it down 
not just slow it down, but turn your mind off. Because mm-hmm. even when I have slowed it down, I'm still like, okay, like, I'll be honest with you, the first sort of week where people are like, we're canceling this, we're canceling your aerobics, we're canceling this, we're canceling the interviews, we're canceling, I start, I had this overwhelming panic. And I'm going to tell you a really interesting story, how whatever you want to call it, God works, universe works, karma works, about when Lent started, because obviously everyone knows I go to church every week and I mm-hmm. love what, for my reason, that's my thing. Right. Okay. So I started off Lent and every year I'm like, hey, I'm going to give up. Blah, blah, blah. Of course, I stick to it for about three weeks. <laughs> and I'm like, mm. you know, mm-hmm. it's Fat Wednesday or Sunday or whatever day I can take off from doing it. Right. And I said to my mother who goes to church every single day, she's like, I consider her the absolute be all of end all of knowledge on what's correct and that's right. I said, you know, I think I want to put in a um, change order for my Lent uh, thing this year. She goes, well, what's it going to be? I said, this was before this all happened. I said, I'm going to put in a thing about, I just, I'm not going to worry anymore. Mm. That's what I'm giving up for Lent, worry. And so when all this started to happen, the anxiety, I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do if I'm not busy checking my Instagram, booking appearances, booking Mm -hmm. this, booking press, saying yes, yes, I'd love to. Don't miss this. Don't miss that. And the absolute peace and just saying, mm-hmm. not being able to do anything and not having it be your fault. Like this morning I woke up and listened to this crazy thing. Now this is crazy. Oh. My phone was plugged in in the kitchen and I totally forgot about it. Oh. I mean, we What's need that. the last time you woke oh, up no, we need your that. phone by your bed? Truly. Truly, we need that. I think there's there's definitely, of course, things are, are very scary and dark, but there's definitely something that I, I believe, you're right, the universe is kind of telling us. Like, um, wait a second, you haven't been very nice, or maybe we need to change our thinking. Maybe we need to appreciate nature more, because I'll tell you one thing that's not stopping up here is nature. The mm-hmm. birds are busy, the trees are blooming. I mean, maybe we need to get a little bit in tune a little bit more. I don't know, but there's definitely something going around in my psyche where yeah. I'm like, wait, this is, this, this is, this is a lesson. Yeah. And, you know, also too, I don't know about you, everyone else, but I have, I, I kind of unfollowed a bunch of people. Cause I'm like, this is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. What am I looking at? It's not real. Right. I, I have to be very careful on social media. I try to only follow very positive accounts or things that are are not going to bum me out or make me more anxious. I'm I'm cough, careful about that, especially I think on Twitter. Twitter can feel just like such a hellscape that I, I think it's very healthy to just take a step back from it. And, and also, too, don't you find, too, I, I've been surprised that I mean, luckily, I don't get a huge amount of negative. I mean, everybody gets negative, but I kind of, maybe I just avoid no, it. No, people I, like you, Dorinda. People love well, you. Well, thank you. But I do get the people that are like, yeah, you look so stupid, or this is that. I don't believe that. And I kind of say, oh, well, sorry about that. And you yeah. can't be please everybody if you learn anything in this game, life, reality TV. But people are very positive. Yeah. Yeah. They've been really. There's, there's definitely a more of a community feeling. Even I dared to go to the post office yesterday because, like it or not, the taxes were due. The paper taxes were due. The IRS didn't give us. They said nope. I know. I have a. I have a call literally right after this. I have a call about my taxes. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I said, I said to my brother who he works in the government. I'm like, I'm sure they're going to give us. He's like, nope. (laughs) I'm like, damn it. I have those stamps. So. I kind of 
gingerly went down to the post office thinking, oh, you know, it's going to be, everybody was quite positive. Oh, you doing okay? You know, there's this real mm-hmm. community feeling about going back. And if you, I don't know, have you watched this? Um, there's this great series on Netflix called uh, the mid about the midwives. No, I haven't watched it. It's, it's amazing. And, um, it's a BBC series. It's about midwives and it's a whole series. And what you realize in the, what I grew up with, you're too young, but you know, when something happened to a person in the Berkshires where I grew up, it happened to the whole community. And mm-hmm. I think we're kind of going back to that. Wouldn't it be nice to go back to that? Like I was saying to my friend Greg Kaleo's here, I said, I remember the days when my parents used to get dressed up on the first of the month to go pay their mortgage and then meet everybody and go have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was a big event. Well, your father and I have to go down and pay the mortgage. Yeah. When and I was, you were held yeah. accountable because people saw you, knew you, and watched you pay it. Right. I remember growing up and every Sunday I would go to church too with my family. And then after church, we would go, uh, there was a Chinese restaurant in, in Solon, Ohio, where I grew up and everyone would go Ohio's and eat there. my favorite place ever. That's oh, so, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we would go and eat with everyone right afterward, right after the services. And yeah, it was a very uh, community feeling. That's so, it. Yeah. And you were, and I think that there's an accountability in that. There's a there's a sense of you know you can go through these things without being as frightened because and maybe we're, maybe we're going to learn that maybe yeah. and one you know, of the, I, as I said yesterday in my Insta story I was driving down the street and I saw kids playing outside I can't remember the last time I saw that yeah. I was sort of like what's that yeah are they okay <laughs> are they okay yeah. Well, Dorinda, right? one of the things that I think is helping all of us is that you guys are coming back to our screens. And I <gasps> truly believe that Real Houses of New York is the greatest show on television. I think it's the funniest show, the best show. And I, I feel like we Bravo fans need it now more than ever. Like, I, I'm just so excited about this. Well, season. I know. We're, they're all begging Andy to release it early. And I chimed in the other day. I was like, please, I need a laugh. It's an amazing thing because we want, you know, we see it when you see it. We see it like yeah. a week before. And, and and it's a it's such a disconnect because we stopped filming in December and then I always do that ridiculous thing of going back into my life in January like oh I'm just a normal this is not real that didn't really happen yeah. and oh then the trailer God. comes out and I'm like ah! <laughs> are you are you excited about it seeing it or are you nervous like what's the vibe I, I'm always excited and nervous and you know because. I I mean, the thing I love about, and I'm not just saying it because it's my girls and we're all very sort of, we, ta- we, we, we really do love our jobs, but we this year, because, you know, it was, it was all changed up and people were going, you know, wondering how, what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. like, we really all dug in, you know, and we were, we're always in it. I think as New York housewives, like when people say to me things like, is you so scripted? I'm like, have you spent time with us? I mean, Leah said the funniest thing the other day, the new girl, Leah McSweeney. So we were on a uh, Instagram chat. Uh, I, I, not Instagram. We're on a group chat text about the premiere party, which sadly has been canceled. But, um, and we're going on this. And then Sonia chimed in and she goes, well, Ramona, are you going to make it a premiere party or a launch of your renew product again? And then the other person's like, well, that's not going to happen. He's like, anything, darling, it's fine. As long as we have a And then I chime in and I'm like, yeah, I'm not covered with that. And Lee's like, Leah's like, oh my God, you people are just like you are on the show. Oh my God. I mean, 
Dorinda, you know what would help people so much? If you guys released uh, screenshots of those text messages. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so how does Leah fit in in the new season? She's amazing. Yeah. I think she's a great new housewife. We're really excited about her. I was a little bit tentative because, you know, she's a lot younger and all that. But she's, uh, I think she's, I think she's good and she's very honest and she put it, I, from what I can see, I mean, obviously it's always amazing because I only film what I film and film with her, but she, I think she was, took on the process, which is so important. You know, I think certain housewives come on and right away you're like, I think that's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And I think, she, and I think she, she is, I, you just, you, you know, you obviously you never know until you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think she seems she seems, you know, and she's strong, which is important as a housewife. Yeah. You know, I, I was a bartender on Watch What Happens Live a couple of weeks back, and Andy was telling me backstage just how great she is as a housewife. So it made me really excited because it wasn't, he wasn't saying yeah. it on camera or anything like that. He was just saying it um, genuinely. And I, I just, I, I'm very excited. And also, too, it's nice to have that, you know, listen, it's nice to have that fresh new blood, you know, yeah. it brings a different yeah. perspective. She's a, what I love about the housewife. Each one of us, you know, I never get offended because this one likes this one and doesn't like that one. We all have such different personalities that we attract totally different groups of people, which I think is hugely important. If we were all the same, it would be boring. Right. Now, I got to ask about Bethany. Are any of you still in touch with Bethany or or what's the vibe there? I'm close to her. I think, you know, I think she's great. And I think that, you know, everything has... I think she's doing her thing and I think she's happy and I think it should, there's too much focus on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she'll be back? I, I I feel like hopefully one day she'll be back. Well, that would be everyone's dream, wouldn't it? Right. I cried when they told me she wasn't coming back. Hold on mm-hmm. one second. I just got to talk to you. I have to go because I have to get ready for this Dorovis class at one and I'm having a call with John and everybody about our music. Oh, no worries at all. Dernda, thank you so much. Can I ask you just one quick thing? Last season in the last season in the trailer, there was a moment where you were yelling on the phone. You said, if I say you don't do something, you better fucking well love listen. And we never saw it. Who were you talking to? Who do you think? The famous John Medesian. Oh, Dorinda, <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, stay I'll safe. See you soon. Thank you so much, Dorinda. Bye bye. Bye bye. Love you too. Bye bye. Hey, let's get Jackie from Real Housewives of New Jersey on the line. Hi. Uh, hi. How are you doing? I'm uh, um, I'm okay, relatively. Yeah. I'm hiding in my closet right now so my kids don't attack me. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Well, so I, I'm curious, what are you doing right now to pass the time? Are you binge watching anything, or what are you up to? Like no one's allowed in the house, so. I've honestly been cleaning so much and then doing the kids' homework with them. That's good. And, like, the time just passes. We do, like, little, like, um, crafts, and my husband's very sporty, so he has them outside, like, half the day because it's been decent weather. Right. Um, But to pass the time, I've really been, like, straightening up the house and, like, getting the kids' homework done, and, you know, I haven't been watching anything uh, speaking of your husband, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been sort of an online movement where everyone is uh, kind of thirsting after your husband. Have you noticed this? I, You know what? I see it from time to time. Like when he's on the screen, I'll get I'll check Twitter and like people love him. But honestly, I I think he's so gorgeous that I'm yeah. glad the rest of the world sees it. He really and he's is. a great dad. He's a great guy. That's the most important thing. The most. 
Now, Jackie, uh, I want to talk a little bit about this season. How are you feeling now that it's like wrapping up? I'm sad. I loved season 10. I thought it was great. Um, How do I feel about the, um, it, the, the TV version of it wrapping up or yeah, like, yeah. Like, are you relieved that we're it's over or are you excited to get going on the new season? Like what's the vibe? Um, I'm actually, so I think all of us, you know, we started filming the new season and we only got one weekend before we shut down. Oh um, so I know everybody's kind of like really if we had never gotten going, got going, I think it would have been, different because but we all like prepared and then we started and we were filming and then it just stopped so i think all of us are kind of feeling very like unsettled right now so do you know when it'll pick back up again or is it just kind of in flux yeah i mean it's in flux i think that we can't really do anything until um that you know people start like going out in public again and congregating again i'm certainly not letting anyone into my house right now sure Sure. Now, now, can I ask, like, is the whole cast back from last season? I don't know if I'm allowed to say anything. I mean, you could see on social media right. some stuff, but um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Oh, that's okay. I have it. I in the first week of filming, I didn't film with. I only filmed with one other person, so I can't say firsthand. Right. Right. You know. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the reunion that's actually finishing up this week. Uh, what did you think about Danielle's performance at the reunion? Because um, she really comes in there and kind of spices things up, but it's it's crazy. I thought Danielle was very... I, I think she's changed from last year. If you watch her at reunion last year, I think she was feistier. I think she was more... This year, she just seemed sad and resigned to yeah. being done. She was over it. I feel like. Do you think um, the show? Do you think she'll end up missing it and coming back, or do you think she's done for good? No, I don't think she can come back. Um, she has no. You have to have at least one friend on the cast in order to be a part of the group. Right. And right. there's really nobody. She has nobody, so I don't see how she'd integrate at all. I think yeah. she's done. I don't think that she really adds anything to it. I'm not a big fan of hers. I never have been because of something that most people don't even know about that she did to me. And so I, I don't miss her. Can you tell us what that is? Yeah. I mean, I've told a few people, but she, you know, when you're first on the show, you're not allowed to say anything until Bravo announces you. Mm-hmm. And so um I was like the new cast member and people knew, but I hadn't had my chance to like meet the world yet. And she went on Wendy Williams and told everybody that I was really boring, that there's two new cast members and one of them is really boring and she's a one and done. And she said, I've, I've been to the zoo before I know which animals survive. And I was so upset because I couldn't defend myself. I couldn't say anything. And all that anybody knew about me for a month was just that I was boring. And she only said that because I was Margaret's friend and she hated Margaret at that point, but Mm. I've hated her since then. So I, she was wrong too because you came back yeah she was wrong right now is there anyone else from the past seasons that you know like or or that you would like to come back i know everyone always asks about caroline coming back um do you know any of the old women who were on the show before the only one that i know in person is Jacqueline because i wrote a story on her once for a magazine 
So I only met her one time, but she was very nice. We stayed in touch a little, but I don't know. And it's strange because I didn't watch the past seasons with that like viewpoint of, hmm, who would I want to be on with? So mm-hmm. I don't remember. Um, I'm glad that I wasn't on those past seasons because I feel like they're a lot like nastier and a lot like harsher fights yeah. than we have now. You know, yeah. I mean, that table flip was just great. I mean, it was. Crazy. Oh my god! I mean, if Evan was around when they like when the two Joes like tackled each other in that banquet hall, he would have oh been like, god. "Jackie, I'm fucking done." Yeah, like, we're this off is the not show. My speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was. I mean, that was a crazy episode. Crazy episode. Yeah. Uh, how are yeah. you? And, how are you and Teresa doing now? We're okay. We're okay. Um, Teresa's father hasn't been feeling good, so I've been checking in with her. We don't talk on the phone, but we text each other, and we're really, really cordial. I think she knows that, like, our fighting days, I mean, unless something else happens, but we're in a good place. I think Teresa and I both realize that we're better off as friends because we can offer each other, you know, support and strength that's good it's been nice seeing especially the past uh the last few weeks of the show it seems like you guys have made a little bit of a truce and it's been nice to see i i because i like you both and so i'm happy and excited for you guys to just be um good with each other yeah we're good i mean i'm not going to pretend we're best friends but we are definitely i text her from time to time and we had dinner together in a group um a few weeks ago and we were we were great with each other i truly believe um you don't have to respond to this but i believe melissa and Teresa do not like each other <laughs> i think that they pretend. um you know what i i i don't know this firsthand but i sort of feel like that too like i, I feel like there's too much history there of right. stepping on toes and you know on both sides you yeah. know it, it's a lot i i don't i don't disagree yeah okay good um Okay, so what do we have? Uh, what do we have to look forward to in the last part of the reunion? Um, well, I'm not going to give it away, but there's a moment that everybody's mouths are going to drop. It's a flashback, and it's. Did you see it, part three? No, I haven't. Wa- I I got the screener, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, there's a moment of it where you're like, wait a second, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but. That that's a shocker. And um what else? I mean Danielle is there. Right. Um and Did, did you feel like yeah, Jennifer did you feel like Jennifer was going really hard at the reunion? Because that's what it I felt like know, watching. What she was doing, it was so nasty. I mean, there's a there's a line between entertaining and nasty. And I, I think it was a little over the top. I mean, everybody deserves their chance to speak. Now reunion is where you get that chance to speak and explain yourself. And um she was really just cutting everyone off. And I think it kind of backfired on her. I think that Jennifer thought it would be her moment and her making the reunion really exciting and like spicy. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that people took it that way. I think they were just like, you know, shut up. I want to hear what the other women are saying. Right, right. And sometimes there's like a fine line, right? With like when housewives seem to be like self-producing or trying to trying to put on a show, occasionally it might work, but then other times I think the audiences can see through it and it, it feels inauthentic. And so Absolutely. I think that's what happened here. I mean and on the other end of the spectrum, some people say that I'm too quiet, but I mean, that's just the way I am. I don't right. like talk over anyone. I also don't scream and curse, you know, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's better. <laughs> well, I have to thank you for opening up about your uh, eating struggles throughout the past couple of seasons. I think it's so important to see, and it's something we rarely see on Housewives, but it's so um 
prevalent in I think a lot of people's lives, both women and men. And uh, so I just want to thank you. Has it been um, gratifying to? Oh, it's been great. It really has because all these years, and you know, I'm a, I'm a writer, a freelance writer, and I've always wanted to write about it, but I didn't know the right outlets for it. And I didn't want to, I didn't know how to go about it. And so when this came along, I remember we were in Oklahoma and I didn't tell the producers when I was like signing on to the show that this was part of my life. Mm-hmm. And when we were in Oklahoma, I was sitting at the table and I was watching Teresa eat the food that she was, um, she used to tote her food everywhere because she was training for the fitness yeah. competition. And I said, you know what? Now is like the time that I could bring it up mm-hmm. and talk about it if I want to. And it's just like the words just came out and I was so happy that I could so many people reached out to me and they were like, all I wanted was somebody who was going through it too. I wanted to hear from somebody going through it too. And so it's been, it's been really gratifying for me because it is still something that I struggle with. So it helps me to keep talking about it. It's so interesting to me how just the words of speaking something that you're going through can be so helpful to people because it makes people feel not so alone. And it's, yeah, it's a really and that's great what thing. I needed. I needed that when I was going through it and I didn't have that at all. I kept saying if I, if I had one person that I knew came out of this okay, you know, and didn't turn into like a total mess, I would like, I just need to know that people come out of this. Yeah. What advice would you give someone who is dealing with it right now? Or in the throes um, of it, I should say. Yeah. I mean, like, I could tell you all you all, I could tell you till I'm blue in the face that it's not worth it, but you have to, reach the point where you want that for yourself. You want to get better for yourself and you accept the fact that yes, you are going to put on a few pounds and yeah, you're going to be doing some things that are really uncomfortable for you, but you have to get to that point yourself. I mean, I would, I would tell them obviously that it is something that could actually kill you. Um, I mean, I was, I was so thin that there was a winter that I couldn't go out of my house because the minute I would walk outside, my skin would burn and my lips would turn blue. I was so bony. Um, I had that, like the hair on my face, the blonde hair that the really thin people Mm -hmm. get. It was, you know, it really does affect your health and it affects the people around you. So I don't know. I think I'd tell them to try to get to that point try to think about it and get to that point, you know, where you want to help yourself. Right. Well, everything seems so tough right now and so dark. So first of all, I want to thank you just because I think Housewives and Bravo in general are such a, is such a good escape for all of us. Um, oh yeah. It's really fun. Right. Like we need, we need to see people arguing and people making up and all of the whole spectrum of things. So I just want to ask you to wrap this up. Like, is there a bit of a life advice or is there something that um, you hold on to in like tough times or something that maybe you could pass along to listeners just like while they're going through the anxiety and the, and the tough stuff right now? Like, is there, I don't know, anything that you carry with you? Is that a cheesy question? Um Well, no, no, I really, because I do. And, you know, like I follow the news. I know what's going on in other countries and everything. And I mean, you have to realize that we're here in our homes with our families and there's people, you know, who are homeless in the streets as refugees and there's Syrian refugees just trying to like scrape by day after day. I mean, we Mm -hmm. are the like 1% of the world, you know, I mean, we have it so much better than most of the world does. So you just have to realize that whatever you're struggling with, there's people who have it so much worse. I mean, I think that 2020 has been a really rotten year. And um, 
I've real I've realized that really if my family is healthy, everything else is just gravy. Right. You know, you can handle anything as long as the people you love are healthy. And you know, right now, even I'm in my house. My brother is stuck on a cruise. Oh my and god! And he's disabled, and he can't come home. And I'm just worried sick about it. So uh, I just I went, hope- I, I've I've transitioned my thinking from like like it sucks to have to clean my house all the time to as long as my brother gets home, I'll be okay. Yeah. Well, I'll be thinking of him. I hope he gets home safely and thank and healthy. You. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I, thank I know, you. It's so nice to finally talk to you. I know. And hopefully when you're in LA or if I'm uh, close by, hopefully we can meet in person and, and chat a Would little bit more. Would love it. All right. Thank Would you, Jackie, it. so much. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Okay. It's Rana. Look, the weather's getting warmer. You got to ditch the jackets, the sweaters, and you got to put on some shorts and tees. And if you're anything like me, you hate getting all the new stuff. But luckily, I've found Quince, and Quince makes it so easy uh, to get clothes. I used to waste my money on clothes that would only last one season. That was until I found out about Quince. Now I've got high-quality pieces that never go out of style that I'll be wearing year after year. Quince has all of the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from $30, performance polos. Those are my personal favorite. I always love getting new polos for the summertime, and they have a fantastic selection. I'm very particular about the collar, and I love the collar on the performance polos that I got. They also have versatile flow-knit activewear, and the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to all of us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes, which I love. Feel good about shopping with them. Now, again, I got those polos, but I also got some shorts, some t-shirts, just some basics that I can wear year-round. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash iconic for free shipping on your order and 300 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash iconic to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash iconic. Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. All right, I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate because every time there's a commercial break and I'm watching one of my shows, I'm always hopping on the Redfin app or website because I just want to check out real estate listings. Like I love checking out real estate listings, even for the houses that I cannot afford. It's my favorite app to use Redfin. Uh, I just got a home, of course, but it was pretty stressful process. And if I would have known how easy Redfin was, I think it would have helped out a lot. Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect 
perfect for you has never been easier. See something you like? Well, book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process, making it so easy. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents with a listing fee as low as 1%. Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. Now, that's a great thing. I love using Redfin. I love checking out. If you're buying or selling a home and you need some help with that, check out Redfin. Download the Redfin app to get started. Time. Let's get Rena on. Hello. Hi, Lisa. Yeah. Hi, it's Danny. How are you? Hi, Danny. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, all of us Bravo listener or all of us Bravo lovers were, you know, stressed to the max. And I hope that you're, I, know. I hope you're doing okay. What are you doing to kind of keep sane these days? Well, I mean, I think it's important to have some kind of a schedule. Um, you know, I, you know, we can't do a lot, but I get up, we work out like today we got to go on a walk, which was you know really nice. Um, you know, I've been doing the mask of the day. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's about trying to find humor too. Right. I mean, otherwise you go down the rabbit hole. Right. And what mask? Um, I, I love a face mask. Do you have a favorite face mask? Is there one that you love the most? Well, you know, right now I'm kind of trying them all out. Right. I love any face mask. Right. It doesn't even matter. I, I like a mask from the market. I like a right. high-end mask. It doesn't even matter. I'll put anything on my face, basically. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it feels just like self-care when you're putting it on. It gives you something to do. I think it's... I love a face mask, too. I think it's so easy right now, especially... You know, I think it's really important because it's such a scary time, because there's so much unknown going on and we can't really control anything. So what you can control, like how you take care of yourself, how you take care of your family. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we're doing everything. I've got everybody here. Luckily, Um, you know, I'm the most worried about people who, you know, have small businesses and Mm -hmm. animal shelters that are, that are all of a sudden having to close and euthanize all these puppies and animals. And, you know, it's just my daughter trying to figure out like, what, like, what can we do? How can we get people to foster and how do we help feed people? And I mean, there's so much that needs to be done, you know, as an aftermath of this virus. And I don't know about you, but I find it also anxiety inducing because it's like you want to help. You want to help other people who need it, but also you need to take care of yourself and make sure that your own mental health is taken care of and all of that. So I I find it can be very overwhelming. I think it's very overwhelming for everybody right now. And I think, you know, we're all trying to figure it out. There's, there's, there's nothing to figure out though. Do you know what I mean? Like we're just going at it like one moment at a time and you've got to live in the moment and it's changing, you know, by the minute, really. Right. Um, so I think if you can somehow find a way to, you know, obviously bring levity and humor, um, I think that helps, yeah. you know, um, 
what are you doing that seems to be helping you? You know, a lot of Bravo. I actually kind of took on this podcast, a special episode of my podcast where I'm having a lot of Bravo celebrities call in because I think that it helps me take my mind off it just by working and doing this. But then also, I think for listeners, it'll give them just a little reprieve to just hear from you guys and and yeah. hear about the nonsense. Because those shows, I mean, I know it's your guys' lives, but also if for us, it's like self-care and it like takes our mind off what's going on. So uh, that's what I'm doing, watching a lot of Bravo. I started watching the new show, Family Karma. I'm loving it, you know, just catching up and then oh, also great. doing a lot of cooking, uh, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, yeah, you know, we've got Harry Hamlin's cooking every night. Um, he's making a different recipe every night. So that's been kind of fun. Oh, I'm jealous. Is he making any pies? Doesn't he like to do the pies? He likes to do the pies, but we haven't done a pie right now because, you know, he, he likes to do pies with wild blueberries and it's just not mm. wild blueberry season. Right. <laughs> right. Now, I know you also love like an old movie star. I'm always loving on your Instagram when uh, you're posting like uh, Judy Garland or Lucille Ball or something uh, like, do you have a favorite, like what's a favorite movie or a comfort food movie or, or TV show that makes you feel good? Well, you know, my favorite is watching Turner classic movies and mm. I watch that and have it on, you know, whenever I'm home and I'll watch anything, whether it's a film noir or I love the old Ginger Rogers, Fred Astaire movies. Mm-hmm. I love anything with Cary Grant, um, Doris Day, Lucille Ball. I mean, you name it. I am such an old movie junkie. Yeah. That's probably my um, my go-to when I feel stress is I turn that on where you might turn on like the Bravo shows and yeah. our shows. I, because I'm in one of those shows, it's very hard for me to watch I'm other sure. um other shows, other housewife shows, because I, it's so stressful I to go imagine. through it. It's very hard for me to watch it. So I tend to watch Turner classic movies. I can just kind of zone out. Yeah. I love a good rom-com. I was watching You've Got Mail is my all-time favorite movie with Meg Ryan. And that I put on. Oh, I love it. It like made me feel just so good. It, it made me feel great. And then also I mentioned Judy Garland, the Judy movie with Renee Zellweger. I just found phenomenal. Ah. Isn't it phenomenal? So, so good. So, so good. So, okay. I I love it. Love it. Love it. I want to talk about the upcoming season. Do you know when we might get a trailer for Beverly Hills? I do. Is it soon? But I I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) We need it, Lisa. We need it so bad. (laughs) Listen, um, I think your prayers are going to be answered um, sooner than later, is what I can tell you. Okay, good. I cannot confirm nor deny anything, but I think the prayers are going to be answered because I agree with you. I think we need it. I mean, our show has been pushed back, you know, so much this year because of God knows what. Who yeah. knows why it's been pushed back? But it's it's way late. Yeah, it seems like what? it. It seems like it. Are... A, uh, no, I'm on a podcast right now. Sorry. <laughs> is that is that you one of the girls her? or is that Harry Hamlin? Look here in the house somewhere. <laughs> what? No, I didn't feed her. Sorry. I got real things going on here. No, that's um, life. That's life. Yeah, that's uh, life. Okay, I'm back. Anything you could spoil for the new season? Like, is it, are you excited about it, uh, or what are you feeling about it? Well, to be honest with you, um, it's always. I mean, I kind of just we want to get on with it, right? Like, yeah. we want this. We want the season to air because it's it's late for us. So you know, we were probably finished filming in December. So now it's March. Wow. Um. I I think it's going to be a really good season is what I can tell you. Okay, good. Um, it's cringe-worthy on many levels um, for everybody. Everyone's going to take a hit. Everyone. 
How about okay. that? I can share that with you. We're all going to take a hit. I like that. I'm excited. You know, uh, some fans were thinking that it might feel like it's everyone versus Denise, but I actually talked to Brandy Glanville on the show last week, and she said that she didn't get that impression that it's like uh, any sort of gang up or anything. You know what? I think that's a really easy way um, for people to go when they're in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily fair because we've all been in the hot seat. God knows if you look back on my seasons in the beginning, right. I, I sat in that hot seat for a long time. And one thing I was really, I think, careful of doing is is blaming and and saying, you guys are bullies, you're mean, you're, you know, I just don't think that... Mm-hmm. You know, anybody who's doing these shows, no one signs up to be a mean girl or a bully. That's just not part of it. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think it's a, to be honest with you, I think it's a really easy cop out to to say, oh my God, they're mean girls. Oh my God, they're bullies. No, Mm -hmm. what happens on something like this is you have opinions and sometimes the opinions line up for whatever reason. And it doesn't happen all the time. So they're going to, it's going to, people will try to make it look like that. I would say this season. Mm. And I think we'll all take a hit for it, but I don't agree with it. And I don't think anyone was being a mean girl at all. Cause everybody goes through it this season. Nobody takes the hit. Not one person's going to take the hit. We're all going to take hits is, is what I can say. So I, I, in answer to your question, no, okay. I don't think that's the case either. No, one of the other things kind of fans online will say is that a, a lot, oftentimes with Beverly Hills, there's like lawsuits and things going on that don't play out on screen. I know Andy addressed it at the last reunion. Uh, did did you find that some of the cast members were maybe going deeper or maybe uh, talking about things that they don't normally talk about? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, I think that we've we've done a really great season is what I can tell you. And I think that everyone is more open and maybe more honest than than they've been in the past. So I think that's great because I think it's all about being vulnerable and open and honest. I and mean, I think that's the audience that's what the audience wants to see. Yeah. Now, one of the things I love wouldn't about... You, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah. I want to see everything. You know, Beverly Hills, especially in the earlier seasons, I feel like we did see so much. And and then it feels like right. it, somewhere along the way, it felt like we kind of took a step back or something. And so, yeah, I'm excited oh, to see. Yeah. I don't know. The past couple of seasons, I feel like we were maybe missing some things. Although I love you every season on it. I truly do. Oh, you're sweet. I'm not, you're even, just, sweet. I'm not even just saying that. Um, but one of the things I love about Beverly Hills is that we have a lot of actors on it. And I think that's so great because in Beverly Hills, of course, we have a lot of these these actresses. We have you and we had Eileen and Kyle. And I wonder, do you have any actor friends throughout the years that you've worked with or something that you would love to bring on the show or that you've tried to bring on the show that maybe hasn't worked out? I mean, there's a lot of people that I love and I've worked, you know, I've been in this business for 31 years, if you can believe it. Oh, yeah. I've been watching and you for 31 I've, years. I love it. Have you really? Are of you course. even 31? I'm, yeah, I'm over 31. <laughs> I am. Yes. I remember you, Lisa, on Melrose Place. I remember your stint oh, on Entourage. Gosh. I remember it all. Oh, my gosh. Well, I've been around a long time and there's so many people I would love to work with. But, you know, here's the thing. I tell people... I've told everybody who's called me and asked me to be on the show, I've told them not to do it and to run. I've told them, don't do it. No. And a few people haven't listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> How about that? That's, That's what I'm going to say. So, 
You know what? I love it. Uh, Lisa, okay, one, I'll let you go, but I just wanted to um, see if you had any words of wisdom or is there something that you hold on to during kind of trying times? I know it sounds so cheesy, but like, is there something you can impart to people listening who are maybe struggling or feeling very anxious, like some sort of advice or something that you do that helps you? Well, I think that we all have to connect to whatever spiritual life we have, whether it's um, religious, whether it's spirituality, I think that you have to connect to something that's bigger than all of that's going on. Right. So I would, I would say to everyone, you know, how's your spirituality right now? How's your faith? Mm. And I would try to connect to whatever it is that you practice, whatever it is that you believe, try mm-hmm. to find your faith right now, because that's really all we have. Right. Right. Well, Lisa, thank you so much. I can't wait for the new season. And I just really so appreciate you taking the time just for a few minutes. I'd love to chat more when the season starts and we can get into all the, the drama of the show. But I just want to thank right. you okay. on behalf of me and everyone You're else. Welcome. So thank you. Take Bye, care Lisa. And, and sending love, sending love to everybody. Thank you, Lisa. Bye-bye. got to talk pump rules. I'm going to call Ariana right now. Let's get Ariana on the line. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? The sun, the sun just came out. Oh, thank God. We need a little sunshine. Seriously. Uh, what's okay? So, tell me, what are you doing right now during all of this craziness? Um. Well, I'm <laughs> making. I've just been drinking green juice, like four green juices a day, taking like wellness and probiotic shots from Press Juicery. Um. That. I've been. I like cleaned out. I've been just like cleaning and organizing and like every little activity that can be done inside. I'm doing it. Right. I haven't left my house in six days. Oh my God. Are you going stir crazy? Yet? Is Thomas <laughs> there? What's Tom doing? Tom's here. He's just been working. He'll work out for like eight hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to look so good by the end of this. He's going to be so ripped. <laughs> oh my God. I've like looked up at least six times about buying a Peloton. Like I keep looking at it. I'm like, oh maybe my God, I just need yeah. to pull the trigger because we don't have any like workout equipment here. The only workout <laughs> thing I have is that uh, it's like a some Nintendo thing that hooks up to the switch that like is exercise. Like a Wii? It's no, it's like the new switch is the system. And I think it's called a ring fit, which I don't even know how to explain it. Like I, I can't, Danny, I don't it. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Um, but so you're drinking green juice. Have you had any cocktails while you've been quarantined? Um, I had some wine one night, but then I, and I had a little bit of red wine last night. There's like comes a point in that I, I'll be like really, doing pretty well, like staying focused. And like, I just uploaded like all my tax documents and like, I'm really trying to like knock those things off my list. But then there comes a point in every day where things just start to, you realize it's like only three (laughs) and it's like, Oh my God. Like I, I still have so many hours left in the day. And then you just start to get really almost just like stir crazy. You're like, self-destructive in a way and you're like fuck it i'm just gonna start drinking some wine smoking some weed (laughs) um and then like the next morning i'm like oh god why why did i do that you know i scheduled a million bravo liberties to talk to uh today and like within the course of an hour i've talked to like six bravo liberties and i'm like this is i feel like i'm going crazy like it's it's like some weird dystopian universe where i'm just on the phone with bravo liberties all day which sounds like a dream and it is a bit of a dream but um 
you it's know, like it's speed crazy. dating with Bravo liberties. It is. It is. But it's been actually really <clears throat> exciting. Like one of the kind of few bright spots of everything. It's like I've been getting tagged, as I'm sure you have, with people who are in the house and they're making fancy AF cocktails. Yes. It, it's been so cool. many good ones. I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, you guys are really making good use of your time inside. Right. Is there one you would recommend? Like if somebody's listening, they have the book. Like what's, mm. I know you, you have your favorites. Oh my but. God. There's a hummingbird. Oh my God. There's a hummingbird. Oh my God. <gasps> I've never seen a hummingbird come that close to my, my oh sliding. My God, put toe. it on the line. I always keep trying to get them on, get them over here. Get them on. Sir, sir. <laughs> I want to speak to you. Yeah, you're you're outside. What is it like? What is it like? You're flying around. We need content. Um, <laughs> I would suggest, well, it's been like kind of like chilly and rainy here. Yeah. So, of course, that makes me want to drink things that are hot. Um, and mm. so in the book, we do have a couple of hot ones, you know, the Tom Toddy and the Dumplin. I feel like that for me is like my cozy vibe right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I yeah. think everyone should get the book right now. That's a perfect time everyone to should hold get the book. up with the book. Also, yeah, um, order it because... Yeah. You're not leaving. You're not going anywhere. You don't got so. nowhere to go. Like, get the book and you order some uh, <laughs> alcohol online for delivery or whatever. Yes. Tip, tip your driver. Saucy, a, a tip good the dri- tip. Always tip the driver. A good tip. And please right stay now. inside because I have asthma and I'm high risk and I am nervous. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I'm so happy to hear you say that because some of your co stars have not been advocating for that. And that's been troubling to see. It's scary. <laughs> I'm also nervous about like, there's things coming up. Like, yeah. There's like weddings and things coming up. And I, I mean, I've yet to like hear any sort of like definitive, you know, like any information on those things. And so I'm just like, I'm nervous. Yeah, let's I'm just very safe. nervous. Uh, my best Thank friend. You. I'll show up to people's weddings and get a gas mask. Uh, no. My best friend, she's not sure. She's supposed to get married the first week in June. And it's like we had Ooh. to can- cancel the bachelorette party. It's just, uh, it's, I feel so bad. I, obviously, there are worse things going on, but, um, also, I want to You know to say, what she should do? As everybody can just do like a Skype in yeah, or I'm, something for the Bachelorette, and everybody just well, we're doing play we're do- drinking games like over Facetime. We're doing like a WebMX. That's what we're we're doing. Like one of those. I think that's what it's called. Like a virtual thing. The yeah, like we a chat to do room it. or yeah, that sounds great. Now, I also want to say that I'm very thrilled that you're doing your taxes because I actually <laughs> I just mentioned this on the recap for your episode this week. Like I was worried last week. Uh, Tom and Katie, it was revealed they're not like legally married. And somebody had like asked them in a scene, like, well, how did you file your taxes? And Tom kind of said, like, I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. I thought, wait, I'm worried that they didn't file their taxes. So I'm glad to hear you say that. Oh my gosh. Well, they were able to buy the house. Oh, so they, so they must have. So, and I feel like when you buy, you know, well, from when we bought ours, like they, you know, when you're getting that loan, like they fucking go deep. Into all of your finances. So I feel like the IRS at that point would have been like, no, I'm sorry. You guys fucked up. That makes me feel so much better. I really thought they didn't file. And I thought them, them being able to buy that house is like my, my only indicator that, that that everything is okay. And, in the IRS link I'm, with them. I'm taking it as fact. Now, I'm going to need the IRS to just be like, we're canceled this year. That's what I honestly, need them to do. Honestly, I think we need something. I, I was just reading their, their, talking about giving checks or something i don't know okay let's talk about vanderpump i'll take a check okay so uh the wedding is finally over thank the good lord i'm so sick of watching it (laughs) (laughs) did it feel like it lasted forever while you were filming i guess like during filming like what what happens in three days happens sometimes on the show in like three episodes Mm -hmm. so of course like living it you're like 
it's three days. Like it's, it's fine. You know, you fly to Kentucky and we go to a bar and then we go to a dinner. It's just like fun stuff. Yeah. But I can see how, if you're watching the show, you're like, Oh my God. Like I can definitely see how that would be a thing. It just feels like forever. But you had my favorite line of the whole wedding when you told Gina to put the flowers <laughs> away so people could see her tits. <laughs> yeah. So hard. Like I rewound it six times. I recorded it. I like loved it so much. It made me laugh. Um, so thank I swear to God, I like learned that from, did you ever used to watch the David Tutera like wedding show? Oh my God. I, I, did, I like applied to be his assistant on that show. Stop and- it. And I, I was, used to be obsessed with that show. I think it like got canceled like while they were it was casting or something like that. It was like a weird situation. I don't know. Weird I'm situation, so bummed yes. about that. I was obsessed with it. I worked at the Plaza Hotel like while that show was around, and yeah. David Tutera would do the flowers for the Plaza Hotel. And so every week when they would come change out the flowers, I would like take they would they would like be getting rid of flowers that were still good. And I would be like, um, excuse me, I'm poor. Can I have these beautiful flowers? And they'd be like, yeah, sure, take them. And oh I was God. like, just thought I was like one step closer to being friends with David Tutera. Yeah. Well, I was a step away too at a time. Um, but that's at a, a time. That's a tale for another time. Um, but I love <laughs> that he told you to, to move the flowers because it made me laugh. Uh, I want to <laughs> know at the wedding, did they play the Shania Twain song at the wedding? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And did you they guys did. listen to and sync at the wedding? Yes. I'm like so pissed that they Bravo didn't clear any of the NSYNC music or that other song. I wonder if it's too expensive. Well, doesn't Lance have like an in to get a cheaper Well, that's what rate? I'm saying. Like, can't Lance like sign a piece of paper? Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to like, hear it. Yeah, it's okay. Because we danced to like Bye 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 Ugh. and we danced to Dirty Pop. Oh my God. And I was like actually really impressed by how like... <laughs> understanding of the fandom that Lance was because mm. you know I feel like a lot of times people who especially you know they were such a at the height of pop culture and like at the height of of everything during a certain time yeah for him to be not annoyed by us yeah I was impressed yeah I mean I'm sure he gets it a lot did you ask him at all about Britney no but I have oh I'll tell you well, have I told you this? I've asked somebody else about Britney before. Wait, who? Can, can you, you tell me? I feel like I can't. I don't really know. Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I would, I would struggle like not to talk about Britney. I'd be like, Lance. It's, it is really hard, but then, well, cause I also want to be like, okay, obviously like JT is your boy, but right. can we admit that he's trash? Right. <laughs> Like I want to say, I want to say that real bad. But. I know, and also just like Justin, justice for JC. Like I, I feel like oh my there's God. been some sort yes. of revisionist history where we we all like don't remember that JC was doing lead vocals on that those songs, and JC he was also was a stud. the most talented person in that group. Totally. Um, but I wouldn't be mad if your Tom uh, replaced Justin Timberlake, as we saw in the episode. He was like dancing. He looked like he'd be a great boy bander. <laughs> You know what? I wouldn't be mad about that either. It would fulfill all of my childhood like boy band crush dreams. Yeah, I mean, he he looked. I'd be like, I'm finally with the boy in the in the boy band. Now, were you? I I know you don't really watch the episode, but Jax has been throwing like so much shade uh, at Tom about being like what how he was doing as a best man, and from everything we saw, like he couldn't have had a better best man, and so. It, it's like, is it frustrating? And Jax has also like thrown you under the bus a bunch of times. Like, and you haven't responded to any of it. Like, are you frustrated or? 
Well, I think that <laughs> if it were coming from somebody who anybody looked at with any sort of like, oh, truth, like if anyone thought this is a credible source of anything, maybe I would be more bothered by it. But I feel like everybody kind of knows that there isn't a credible word that is coming from his mouth and when he's like talking shit about people. So it almost feels like right. to even like give it credibility by it, it just, you know, feels unnecessary. Um, that being said, it's kind of weird because it's like Tom has always been a good friend to him for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. So it's like, bro, like, what are you doing? Um, yeah. And then, you know, it's funny, too, because, like, our interviews, our, like, confessional interviews are filmed. Majority of them are filmed when we're not uh, are after. Okay. Um, so if he's, like, talking shit in his – if he's, like, one way in a scene, like, in real life when it happened. Yeah. And then he's, like, talking shit in his interview, that means that the, he thought that, like – or, like, he took said it that, like, six – six months later that's so you know weird. what i mean that's so weird or like he's sometimes people will try to if if they're being well you never know whose interview bites are going to make it in the show anyways mm-hmm. um we all do them we all talk about our experiences and you know sometimes sometimes you're like oh but i'm not mad at that person anymore and they're like well you were mad at the time so gotta talk about it right um but Sometimes I've seen people try to hindsight what you're saying, like revisionist Mm. history. Like they'll try to like put a spin on something that happened six months ago by giving an interview bite. That's like, right. I don't know. Totally different. Yeah. So Uh, who knows? But honestly, the hell with them, you know, I feel like I get like (laughs) mad watching it because I love you guys. And I'm like, I get mad when I see him say something about your sexuality or about whatever. It just like, it infuriates me. Um, it's I, which I, to- I, which I love you for that. And I absolutely understand. And it, it is, I, I just think that it says more about him than it does about me or Tom or yeah. our relationship. You know, like he's not, he's not out here like, coming out with the tea or anything yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> did i use tea correctly I, I don't know what do i know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anything else you could spoil for the rest of the season we saw the mid-season trailer which i appear in and oh yes robe. i'm very excited about it i saw uh, that <laughs> but what can you tell us about like what's to come um what's to come well fun i feel like there's a lot of fun there's some birthdays still to come of course um it's the charger is... I brought it down. Hey, Tom. It's Danny. Oh, Tom, I said hey. Yes. <laughs> to tell you he said hey. Tell him I want him to be in the boy band. We need him to join NSYNC. Tom said... Or Danny said he wants you to be in the boy band. You need to join NSYNC. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love him. <laughs> um, lots of... Okay, so yeah. Lots of birthdays. I'm sure you saw there was like twerking in the trailer. Lots of... Working and booties, um, and okay. still, you know, I feel like the mid-season trailer does give you a taste of like whatever, whatever journey Jax is on. I don't even Jason. Who yeah, knows? They said, they said he changed from Jason to Jax or something like that. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared for Brittany. Is he going to fuck yeah, someone well, else with an old lady in the bed again? 
Or is that going to happen again? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think we have to. Is worry that what about she means? That. Is that what everyone means when they say Jax is back? It's like, oh, he's I with think another just, old lady. I feel, think with <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking someone with another old lady in the bed. That's what I, my mind goes. Oh my god! I feel like it's more. Um, just that the attitude of you know what I mean, like the devil may care, we'll see. you know, kind we'll of see. attitude. And prayers yeah. for Brittany. Prayers um, for Brittany. <laughs> anyway, Ariana, thank you so much for chatting. I also want to thank you so thank much. You. I know we've talked about this, but thank you for opening up about your depression on the show. And, oh, thank you. Uh, just to leave everyone, is there like one piece of advice that you hold on to? Like when you're, this is such a cheesy thing, but like when you're stressed or anxious, everyone's feeling that way right now. Like, is there something you hold on to that helps you or a piece of advice that you could impart or something like that uh, to leave everyone with? Um, I think that, oh my gosh, I I think that what I try to, when my mind is going crazy like that, I try to focus on something even just like a flower or a leaf or my dog's face or my cat or something that I love uh, that I hold dear that's in front of me in that moment. Mm. And then just try to like stop. Right. If that makes sense. Stop, stay still, be in the stillness. Almost like Marie Kondo, the brain. I love that. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Ariana, well, thank you so much uh, for helping all of us take our minds off all this nonsense. Oh, my gosh. Um, I love you, you. And uh, I hope you guys stay safe and healthy. And I'll talk to you soon. Oh, my gosh. I love you. Bye. Bye. Potomac is starting hopefully soon. Let's talk to Monique Samuels from the Real House of Potomac. Hey, what's up, Danny? Hi. I'm so excited to talk to you. How you doing? Um, I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> I totally like forgot because my nanny called out and when the kids are like, you know, when I'm on the clock, I'm like, I don't think about anything else but the kids. (laughs) No, I totally get it. You know, we're all kind of losing it these days. So I don't apologize at all. Um, What are you doing right now to kind of stay sane throughout all the craziness? Like, are you someone who binge watches TV? Do you read books? Do you do crafts with the kids? Like, what are you up to right now? Okay. So I'm doing what I always do. I'm such a homebody. So it actually doesn't bother me at all to be at home. (laughs) I love the weekends. I rarely schedule anything on Saturday and Sundays because that's family time. And my kids love to just like cuddle up on the couch. We'll watch a movie. You know, I'll do my daughter's hair. Like we're always in the house anyway on the weekends. So they're actually excited. And now I have extra time to like cook, you know, a home cooked meal. I'm actually cooking right now. Uh, what do you cook? Making some mac and cheese. Oh, some. Um, I just bake some macaroni and cheese. Um, and I do my macaroni and cheese like real fresh. So if I could make the elbows, I would even do that. But I don't have that type of skill. Sure. But I do. Uh, like I get the block of cheese and I grate it so it's nice and fresh and and it's not all dried out when you buy it like pre shredded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I do the baked mac and cheese and um, we did some crescent rolls and some um, sautéed broccoli with garlic and onion. And um, and we're frying some fish, so I, like, I marinated the fish. Can I ask you what <laughs> what kind of cheese you use for the mac and cheese? Because I'm always so fascinated by that. Oh, I use a combination. So I do uh, mozzarella, and then I do medium sharp cheddar. Okay, I like it. I like yep. it. Now, yeah. Monique. I, I want to thank you. We're taking everyone's minds off all of this stuff. And I'm, I'm just trying to get some people on the line to talk about Bravo. And I was wondering, can you tell me anything about the upcoming season of Potomac? 
If I were to go there, I would probably get in big trouble. (laughs) (laughs) But just know that it is going to be a great season. And it's not like everybody's focusing on wanting to know about the physical altercation. But not even thinking about that. I feel like everybody had so much going on personally that it's going to be a very like I don't think there's going to be an episode where you're going to even tune out for a second to like check Twitter or anything like that. You're going to be so into the episode. You're not going to want to stop watching. So it's going to be really good. And I'm actually excited to see how it all turns out as well. Cause so much went on. Well, I think last season was one of the best housewife seasons, like across any franchise of all time. I thought you ladies were just flawless. So more than any other show, I think on the network, I'm most excited about Potomac coming back. So I think it's just so good. Do you, do you know when we might get like a trailer for it at least? I have no idea. You know, they keep us in the dark. Yeah, yeah. They literally tell us the same time they tell the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. And you said everyone online is focusing on this physical altercation between you and Candace, but uh, we're going to see that play out. Will it? Will we see it play out early in the season or does it play out later in the season? I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know. But knowing just like how Bravo likes to do things, you know, they have to drum it up and you know who knows um i have no clue because and honestly while filming last season everything just happened so fast it's like a lot of a blur normally i can kind of like pinpoint like okay we were how many weeks into filming but honestly i don't know because like i said it's a very full heavy season personally and then big time as a group so um, well, I, so, yeah, I, I don't know. They, they, but they're just going to, just the viewers just need to know, just don't miss an episode. <laughs> right, no, I will not be missing <laughs> Make sure an episode. you're on it. No, no binge watching this season. You're going to want to watch it every week as it comes out. And I want everyone to go back. I think, like, starting with season two, it was just such flawless TV. And uh, I just, I, I for one can't wait. Now, I'm asking everyone, like, is there a bit of advice, like, something that you hold on to? It's a very cheesy question, but, like, something uh, that... Uh, maybe a motivational quote or something that you do that helps you get through kind of tough times? Because I think everyone's feeling so like anxious and stressed right now. So is there anything that you could kind of impart to us? Yeah. So the biggest thing that I can say, and this is how I apply, you know, crazy things that are going on in my life is that I can only control what I can control. Everything else is going to cause me to stress out and lose it mentally. So it's like, just focus on what you can control and just do good at that. And everything else will eventually fall into place. Um, one thing that I love about life is that it never stays the same. Mm-hmm. It's always changing. So you know change is going to come. So just try to stay as positive as you can. Um, look at the positive side of where we are, which is we're in a home with our families. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm able to really catch up with my kids. Um, a lot of things that I had on my calendar that were canceled allows me more time to focus on the book I've been writing on potty training for Not For Lazy Moms, uh, which is my parenting website. I'm, um, you know, I'm getting all my episodes ready for the season three of the Not For Lazy Moms podcast. And I'm working on my um, my new essential oils line that will be launching this year. Oh, that's so exciting. It's yeah, it's given me a lot of time to really just focus on those things when my kids aren't yelling, mommy, 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 every five minutes. Right. right. <laughs> so yeah, I would just say to everybody, just be encouraged and just um, things that aren't in your control, just kind of like try not to stress yourself out about it. You know, yeah. just focus on keeping yourself clean and healthy and hydrated and, um, and, and just try to figure out some outlets that maybe you gave up on years ago because you've been so busy that you right. can actually pick up now. 
Right. Uh, well, Monique, I, I want to let you go, but you guys are done filming, right? Did you film the whole season? Oh, yeah, we've been done. Okay, thank God. <laughs> okay, thank God, because I'm so worried with all of the franchises, like people are maybe in filming and that kind of thing. So thank you. Um, where can people listen to your podcast? Like, is, uh, you, you mentioned uh, the new book. When will we get to see that? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this summer launching everything. So that's the goal. Um, early spring, well, now that everything has changed with this whole coronavirus, sure. um, I don't know if we'll have to alter the date that we'll um, release the season three of the podcast, but you can catch the podcast and just even catch up on it, season right. one and two, um, on iTunes, um, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere where you get uh, your favorite podcast, you can you can get the Not For Lazy Moms podcast. Um, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to this spring and this summer to launch not only the book and the essential oils line, but also season three of uh, the podcast. So I'm really excited. Well, I'm excited for it all, Monique. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I hope uh, if you're in LA or if I'm that way, I hope we can sit down and chat a little bit longer and get into all this stuff. But thank you for for entertaining us. I mean, truly, like, I'm so grateful to all the housewives for like giving us content and entertainment throughout all of this, like, troublesome time, all of these troublesome times. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. It actually was nice to kind of take a break from being in the kitchen for a second. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. <laughs> and talk to somebody outside the house. <laughs> well, and if you ever want to send me that mac and cheese recipe, you know, all I have is time to cook right now. So if you want to send it along, yes. that'd be great. <laughs> awesome. All right. Thank oh, you thank so, you Monique. So bye-bye. All right. Take care and be safe. You Thanks, too. Bye. Bye-bye. So anyway, part two of my chat with all of these Bravo celebrities will be out early next week. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast, Acast. If you don't listen to your podcast on Acast, you might want to check it out. It's acast.com. They're fantastic. Uh, but I'll post that early next week. I want to leave us with a little breathing exercise. I think we can all use it right now. So let's all take a deep breath in and hold it. Breathe out. Take another deep breath in. Hold it, breathe out, and let's take one more deep breath in, hold it, breathe out. Thank you all for listening. I love you. Sending my love to all of you right now. Thank you. Bye-bye. love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Have to do is try. There's no turn.